Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Brown Eyed Unicorn. I'm your host, Hannah Brown. Today, I am alone. I am hungover. I'm pondering my life and my choices. I think I'm in the middle of an LA renaissance, but I'm not totally sure. That's lately the way I've justified stupid shit I've done because I'm like, I'm living on the edge. I'm in the middle of an LA renaissance. Don't at me on it. And it makes me feel better about my choices. I did have another tale of a man wronging me. And as much as I would love to drag him, I figure at some point I should grow and change. And that being said, I realize I say that being said a lot. Um, I'm just realizing it kind of hurts your dating life when all you do is talk shit about men you date on a podcast. So I'm going to talk shit about a man who really deserves it because I'm recapping the Southern Charm season trailer today and I get to talk shit about Thomas Ravenel and Shep. So to me, that seems like a healthy, happy medium, a place to channel my hatred for straight men. Um, So yeah, you guys, Southern Charm season trailer dropped. I'm really fucking excited about it. I love Southern Charm. Here's why. There's a couple of reasons. First off, I would be friends with pretty much that entire cast. I think they seem so fun. They're like pretty and down to earth and down to party. And like specifically, I have a huge girl crush on Chelsea. I love Naomi. I do miss Naomi's old nose, but I'm happy she's feeling herself. Um, I, I also love the guys on it. I think Craig is a comedic genius. Um, and I think that... Shep is easy to make fun of. Like, he's just a simple, straight man. Um, Whitney is kind of like some sort of reptile. He almost reminds me of, like, Randall from, like, Monsters, Inc. Like, just kind of, like, slithering around. Like, And I love that for entertainment value. Um, And then Austin. Oh, my God. I love Austin. The Watch What Crappens guys say that he has a Muppet mouth. And once they said that, I could never unsee it. But I still have, like, the biggest crush on Austin. I think he's, like, hot and cute and sweet and, like, a golden retriever, like, in a man's body. And I'm, like, totally here for it. But he has a girlfriend this season. And I'm not thrilled about it. But we'll get there eventually. Um, Okay. So here we go. Let's get into the trailer, you guys. So it starts with horses and dogs. Nothing says Southern Charm, Charleston, South Carolina, like horses and dogs. Then we have Austin, my sweet, sweet prince, saying, oh, look at all those hounds over there. Love. And then it cuts to, like, all the girls stomping grapes. And someone goes, you trying to stomp those grapes? Ew. I don't know why, since the days of Lucille Ball, why anyone thinks I want to watch Bare feet. And I don't remember how many times I've talked about this in my podcast, but I'm repelled by feet. I hate them. I sleep in socks. I don't even like looking at my own. Why do I want to see feet stomping on grapes, like bathing in grape juice? I think it's disgusting. And even though the Southern Charm girls are notorious for having beautiful manicure pedicures at all times, I still don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. Valerie Cherish. And then it gets to, like, snowboarding and adventures. And we know, based on, like, our Bravo intake between the Housewives trailers and, like, the Southern Charm trailer, the Vanderpump Rules trailers, how these trailers tend to have an arc where it starts with, like, hijinks and fun and games, and then it, like, descends into madness, either, like, madness or drama. 
Um, by the way, you guys, the Vanderpump Rules reunion just filmed, and I cannot wait to see it. I think this season has been a little bit of a snooze fest, but I'm hoping that the reunion ends in tears. I hope people are yelling at each other, ripping each other down and apart. I don't like seeing them all as friends. I think it's incredibly boring. So if all they do is come for James the entire reunion, I'm going to be pretty upset. Um, but, you know, I'm optimistic. I hope someone, like, comes for Jax or something. I just like watching Jax get, like, all, like, flustered and defensive and just be like, oh, fuck you up, I'm serious. It's like Coke knows. Um, speaking of which, you guys, um, this episode drops, okay, Tuesday. Yeah, you guys, tonight, when you watch Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, I want you to keep an eye out for a familiar face. I'm not going to say that it's me, but I'm also not going to say it's not me. Because I signed that fucking waiver months ago, and I think I might be in the show. If I'm not, completely disregard. But if I am in it, feel free to DM me and tell me how amazing I look. Okay, so back to Southern Charm. There's snowboarding. There's adventures. There's Cam being adorable and falling down, hopefully drunk. I love when Cameron is drunk. I think it is so cute. It reminds me of my big sister. My big sister, Alex, is like one of the funniest people I know. But I always describe her as very clean, and it kind of annoys her. But like, she's the kind of person who like... I could get ready for nine hours and I'll still have a hair that's like askew, but my sister could literally like throw on like sweatpants and a sweatshirt and like a little top knot, like after just waking up and she's just like a a dewy, glowy, gorgeous little princess ready to go to brunch. And I feel like Cameron and my sister are aligned in that way. So when they get drunk, it is just so silly because they're like, hee hee hee. It's like seeing like a clean woman, like act silly. I just, it's really satisfying to me. So Cameron falls down and then there's a photo shoot of like Shep posing with a French bulldog puppy, which is a big mood. But an even bigger mood is Patricia driving through McDonald's. Okay. I've said this on this podcast before, and I will say it again. I stand McDonald's. When Super Size Me came out, everyone's like, oh my God, how can you still eat that? Did you fucking say Super Size Me? You're so gross. And I was like, shut the fuck up and let me eat my, my quarter pounder with cheese, add Mac sauce, my medium fry, my M&M McFlurry, and my nuggets with the mustard sauce. McDonald's used to have a spicy mustard that was so delightful. I truly would have done like a facial with it if I could. Um, And then they just continued it and made it honey mustard. And I love honey mustard, don't get me wrong. But like that spicy mustard was so good. I literally like last year, I remember I impulsively got myself McDonald's. I was like, I'm going to be bad. I was like driving to the suburbs and want to eat McDonald's in the car. And like, to me, that is just like the epitome of luxury, like eating McDonald's in the car. And I asked the woman if they had the hot mustard sauce and she was like, no. And I was like, okay, well what hot sauce or what sauces do you have? And she listed all of them and she listed hot mustard as a sauce. And I was like, I thought you said you didn't have that. And she's like, I did say we didn't have that. I said honey mustard. And I'm like, no, you fucking didn't. You're a liar. I didn't say that to her. I was just like, whoa, okay. And it's really annoying when you're like trying to get yourself McDonald's and then like you're already feeling a little bit guilty because you're like, I'm not like driving through a subway. Like I'm indulging. Okay. And then the McDonald's person yells at you and like almost makes you feel bad about it. It really like took the luster out of the whole situation. I'm so sorry, you guys. I digress. Patricia likes McDonald's too. And that is one of many reasons why I love Patricia. And I think we would get along great if we met. Not that I would ever date her slithery son, Whitney, but like, I do think she'd be a good in-law and I think she would like me. Moving right along. It's not all fun and games, you guys, because Shep calls Catherine white trash. And Craig is like, Shep, why are you being a douche? Um, 
this like Craig and Shep drama is like a tale as old as time. I think if this were Beauty and the Beast, Shep would for sure be Lumiere and Craig would be Cogsworth the Clock. Um, in that Shep sort of has his like, in his like simple sort of way, this like showboaty quality and Craig is just sort of there like, bro, like what? Like all the time. Um, and I want to know what prompted Shep calling Catherine White trash. I love Catherine. I have always loved Catherine. I think she's amazing, amazing television. I love that she yells at people, whether you're a man or a woman or Patricia. I love that she doesn't give a fuck who she has issues with. I love that. As someone who like, I'm a lot of bark and not a ton of bite. Like I actually hate having friction with people. As someone who just like doesn't give a fuck, like I admire that quality so much and I love it on my TV. Um, And then I also just want to say that like, I think it was last season, which I still have to rewatch. Sorry, I'm a bad journalist. Um, People thought that Catherine and Shep might be dating. And I, I think they hooked up last season. And I just really want that to be a thing. Like, so it makes me sad that he's calling her white trash because I think they would be such a cute couple. And I think he would be like a fun, like goofy dad for her kids or well, like stepdad, obviously. Um, By the way, I fucking hate Thomas Ravenel. I've always hated Thomas Ravenel. And now that these allegations and charges are against him, I'm not even going to give that man fucking air on this podcast. I think he's a bottom feeder. I think he's disgusting. And I hope that Catherine finds the most amazing love of her life, whether it's Shep or not, to be with her and her babies because fuck Thomas Ravenel. Okay, moving right along. Um, I want... As far as Craig goes, he had nail polish on in the promo photo. He had a nail polish on a nail, and I did not find that out. Danny Pellegrino did. Shout out to my sweet, sweet prince, Danny, um, for finding that. And I think that's a power move to have nail polish on one nail in a cast photo. I loved it. And I also just want to say that my one of my favorite parts of last season was when Patricia asked Craig to design pillows, and he made a little throw pillow with shitty clip art from the computer. It was like a palm tree and like a dog. And I just want more of that because I thought it was so fucking funny. I love domesticated Craig. Um, Then it cuts to Naomi and her cute boyfriend, and she's trying to make good Indian food for her hot boyfriend, but she, like, can't because she's white, which I thought was funny um, and very true. Um, And then we find out that, like, Catherine and Whitney maybe fucked, which, like, would not, again, tale as old as time, would not be the first time. I always think... When there's like a lot of tension between a guy and a girl post-fucking, it means that they're on their way to fucking again. Because sometimes you just have to cut that sexual tension right down the middle with a big old slippery knife and enjoy it. And I hope that that is what happened. I want that for them. Also, sidebar, I just love fucking Chelsea. I love her so much, and I love everything she does. I love everything she wears. I love everything she says. She is the only person who, like, I could see date Austin and not be bitter about because, like, honestly, she's too good for him. And, like, I love seeing – if I want to date a guy and he's going to date someone who's not me – in an aspirational way or in real life, I just want to like her. Like, I would love nothing more than to, it's like when someone gets a part that you audition for and you're like, oh, they're way better than me for that part. Like, I stand this choice. That's how I feel. And like, yeah, if Austin's going to date someone, I want to like her. But again, we'll get there in a second. So I love Chelsea. Cameron is afraid about something happening to her baby Palmer. And in my notes, I wrote that followed by a dot, dot, dot. That's not why I watch this show, dot, dot, dot. 
I don't fucking want to talk about babies. If I want to talk about babies, I'll watch the Yummy Mummies of Melbourne, which if you haven't watched it on Netflix, it's about this Australian group of rich pregnant women called the Yummy Mummies, and they live in Melbourne, Australia, and they just walk around being pregnant and judgy and bitchy, and it's an amazing show. That's not why I watch Southern Charm. No Tino shade to Cameron and her cute husband and her baby Palmer, but like, please don't put it on my TV. I'm not here for it. Um, Austin is dating a boring fembot looking girl and I'm not here for it. She's just like, ah, he's like, I choose you or something at dinner, like all Nicholas Sparksy. And she's like, Ee-hee. and I'm like, wow, you really bring a lot to the table. And I don't even know that Austin brings that much to the table. I just have this like weird soft spot. Clearly I'm not bitter. Um, and then Chelsea's dad says, you only see him once every few months. And she seems like she's having some guy issues. And in the in the immortal words of Paulette Bonafonte in Legally Blonde, I just want to say, if you can't hang on to a man, there sure as hell isn't any hope for the rest of us. Truly, if Chelsea can't hang on to a man, I fucking give up. I recently was post-coitus with a gentleman that I actually liked. And he was all moody after. And I was like, what's going on? Trying to be all playful. And he's like, I'm fucking hungry and I'm getting Del Taco. And he left. So clearly there's no hope for me, but like, I need Chelsea to set the pace. I need to know that Chelsea can find love because if she can't, I am fucked with a capital fuck. So then Ashley shows up in a hideous feathered hat. And I just think a feathered hat Reminds me of like a character in a storybook, like an Aesop fable. It's like, and then the tall, spindly women showed up with the feathered hat, and all the children in the town were scared. And Chelsea literally looks at her and goes, ah! And I truly think that that fear was about the hat and not actually about any of Ashley's antics. Like, I, I hate Ashley. Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea. God, she was so great last season. I'm honestly happy she's back because like, there isn't enough craziness on this on this network these days. It's very controlled. That was my issue with Vanderpump Rules this season is it was very, very controlled. And I want to see an unhinged, anorexic woman in an unfortunate hat lose her fucking mind. That's what I want to see. I want her to have a Kelly Kaloran Ben Simone, Scary Island, breakdown slash breakthrough. You know what I mean? Then Catherine and Danny are fighting, which makes me really, really sad because I love them both. Catherine tells her to fuck off, and Danny says that she's a joke right now. And I want to know what that's all about. It just makes me sad. It makes me sad. Then the boring fembot tells Shep, I think you're a bad influence on Austin. And I'm like, maybe he is, but at least that's better TV than watching him make out with you over some fucking lady in the tramp bullshit Italian food with your boring fembot aesthetic. And then Shep... It cuts to Shep and Austin, and Shep says, I'm not going to fucking die in the cross for you, man. First of all, I really want Matthew McConaughey to play Shep in a movie someday. I think that could be really good casting. And this um, quote reminded me of the iconic Vicki Gumbelson quote about being nailed to the cross like Jesus was because she lied about Brooks having cancer. And I just want to give a moment of silence to Vicki Gumbelson, that season of Real Housewives of Orange County, and that quote. That was nice. I feel good about it. So then uh, Cameron comes for Ashley and is like, you called Catherine an egg donor. Do you guys remember that? Ashley, Ashley called Catherine an egg donor, not a mom. Can you fucking imagine this psycho, spindly, 
woman dating your evil baby daddy, and you carried those babies around in your womb, and you're raising them on your own, and then this bitch has the audacity, the Ramona Singer audacity, to tell you that you're just an egg donor, I would have beaten the fucking shit out of her. I'm trying to grow and change as a person and get to a point where I don't have to drag people. I don't have to continue to talk shit. I don't have to hold grudges. I'm literally working through that with my therapist right now. I'm nowhere near close to being where I have to be with all that. But like, I would have beaten the fucking shit out of her. Yeah. God, it's just, it's insane. So I'm happy that Cameron is coming for her still about it. And then a sensible girl in a camo jacket says, I'm damned if I do and I'm damned if I don't. And Danny's like, she has a trust problem with everybody. And am I supposed to know who this sensible girl in the camo coat is? I'm like, is she like Bailey, like that girl that Shep used to fuck? Is she a new person that Shep's fucking? Like, who is she and why do I care? And I think they're talking about Catherine, but like, Clearly, Catherine's going through a lot, so, like, just give her a fucking second. Like, yeah, she probably does have a trust problem with everybody because her baby daddy is um, a, like, sexual assaulter, and she's alone and raising children. I don't know. That seems like a lot to deal with, in my opinion. So Catherine's crying to Craig about T-Rev, presumably, and then it's the big party at Patricia's. And Ashley says, the truth will come out, Patricia. Patricia? The truth will come out. And Patricia's just sort of standing there in her gold dress like, I don't know what the hell is going on. She doesn't say that, but that's like what her face says. But I wanted her to use her tactic from last season and be like, I'm sorry, there's someone at the door and just walk away. I loved that. It was such a power move. And then Ashley's getting escorted out. She goes, you don't have to push me. You don't have to push me. And she's like, can you not push me so hard? And I realized as I was watching this trailer that Ashley is truly like a Parker Posey character waiting to happen. Like, have you guys seen You've Got Mail? Like how Parker Posey plays like the type A wife. It's like, hurry, hurry. Oh, we're stuck in the elevator. Oh, she's like so intense. I just feel like Parker Posey doing an impression of Ashley would be really, really amazing. Okay, so wait, I just want to think through this casting really quick. This is just like, I didn't plan all this. This is just like bubbling to the surface of my pop culture brain. I'm going a mile a minute today, you guys. I'm so sorry. Okay, so Matthew McConaughey as Shep, I feel like would be really good. Parker Posey as Ashley would be really powerful. Um, also, like, ages are neither here nor there with this casting. Um, I think Elizabeth Banks would make a really great Danny. Um, I think that – or Cameron. I think she could do either. Um Ooh, shit. Who else? Who else? Like, I don't know who would play Chelsea. I mean, like, I would want it to be some amazing obscure actress, and then they'd be like, Jennifer Lawrence as Chelsea, and I'd be like, no, she's the most likable one, and you cast her as the most, with the most unlikable person on the planet. And who would play Catherine? You would really need a powerhouse. I think Meryl Streep would be a really good Catherine. Just kidding. I'll really think on that, though. Lindsay Lohan as Catherine would be amazing, too. Oh, my gosh, you guys. I'm a fucking genius. Lindsay Lohan, going back to her redheaded roots, playing Catherine. That will be the role that gets her career moving again. I'm certain of it. So Ashley's getting escorted out, and then she, everyone's like watching and like lolling at the whole thing. And then she goes, I'm calling the cops. And then it ends with Cameron saying, I mean, I just hope we're not all subpoenaed and have to go and talk about all this shit. And that's the end of the trailer. 
I thought it was a really powerful trailer. I think there's a lot to be excited about this season. Anytime the cops get involved, anytime someone tries like to have a power struggle with Patricia, I'm all about it because it's just a battle that no one will ever win. It's like one of the Vanderpump Rules kids trying to have a power struggle with Lisa Vanderpump. Like, you will fucking lose. And I'm pretty sure Patricia and Whitney are producers on Southern Charm as well. Don't quote me on that. But it's like literally very Vanderpump adjacent in that way. I think it's going to be a great season. I also just want to say I thought it was very refreshing that in the trailer they didn't use that like um, like type music where that girl is always like, everyone who's in the know says that you should go, go, go. Like I never understand why they have to like narrate it with that stupid music. So I thought it was a power move that they were like, we don't even need that music to get you get you guys excited. All we need is Ashley in a crazy feathered hat and – you know, a fembot who thinks that Shep is a bad influence on Austin. So those are my thoughts, you guys. I'm so excited for the season, and maybe I'll sprinkle in some recaps here and there. Um, Again, just shouting out to my new listeners. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you're liking the show. And for those of you who have taken the time to message me on Instagram and tell me that you like what I'm doing, thank you so, so much. It really, really means the world. Um, And if you have time, please go to iTunes and leave me a rating and a review and subscribe if you don't already. And if there is anything that you want to hear on the pod, anything you want me to work on, please feel free to message me on Instagram at Hannah A. Brown um, or email me at brownagunicorn at gmail.com. I would love any and all of your ideas. I'm kind of just – I have a lot of ideas moving forward, but I'm trying to get them organized and execute them. So bear with me. Um, And, yeah, follow me on Instagram and Twitter if you don't already. I think that's it. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next week. Bye.